God, Dominic, is it Wednesday already? It is Wednesday, my dudes. It is Wednesday night, about eight o'clock here, here in the Central Time Zone. Dominic, I know, uh, I know you live out in California, so you are two hours behind us. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys do daylight savings there, or or is that just something that we made up? <laughs> uh, we do, and I know that because it is pitch black outside already. Uh, yeah, I got home from work today at like 5.30, and I took a shower, and I had been looking forward to making fajitas all day, and once I got showered and dressed and everything, it was like 5.58, 6 o'clock, and it was dark. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's <laughs> wild. Some crazy things happening, because last night, we're, I was playing some Oculus, and then we just hear this weird noise outside that we haven't heard in a while, and it's like pouring outside like very hard we're just like what in the hell like it never rains out here and then we look on our porch and there's hail like there's little bits of, of ice what yeah it's very strange one it should never get that cold out here and two it was raining it barely rains like if it is it's like just muggy mist it's ew. pretty crazy ew. yeah ugh. Ew. <laughs> you know what else is ugh? the mat the matchup between rob and clint oh man this this was a crapapalooza, crap fest, mug fest, California drizzle day. Ugh, what a low-scoring game. Walk me through it, Dominic. I believe. Let me do some stat checking real quick. It is the lowest-scoring game of the week. Oh. Um, and it is one of two games decided within a point. So <laughs> literally less than one point. Yes. So Robbie had eighty-three point eight zero. And Clint had 83.60. That is ridiculous, Dominic. Um, Wild. How How is it allowed to win a game with less than 85 points? <laughs> I don't know. And I, I don't really care that Rob wins because, of course, he wins on this bullshit thing. Like, of course, uh, he has the lowest points. Actually, sorry. Andrew had the lowest points this week. But... Rob Rob had a low scoring game against him once again, and once again it was in his favor. Um, I I was trying to look back at like what was the deciding factor, what was the latest game that got somebody points. Turns out Rob was down by point eight before this game started on Monday, and Clint was was winning, and only all that Rob had was Devin Duvernay. Right, he's supposed to win. You know, get like I think it's like eight points or something. He got one catch for five yards. That gives him one full point, and that put him over Clint for the win. That that is absolutely outrageous, man. Like how how many times has every single person in this league been in that situation where they're like, "All right, man, I got one guy left, and I'm down by twenty three points." You know, it's like, and the guy like goes off, right? But he, he scores like 20. You're like, oh, you had such a good game, but it wasn't (laughs) enough. (laughs) Oh my goodness. One, one full point to just crush Clint's dreams, which I bet Clint didn't even think he was going to win, but like he had that, that glimmer of hope. That's the worst part of it is you, you think you have a chance, but um, before we get too deep into this matchup, 
I I want to take a little bit of credit for uh, Robbie's terrible performance this week. And I know what you guys are going to say out there. Nate, look at Robbie's team. He has, I'm, I'm not counting Deshaun Watson. I'm not counting him. But um, Kareem Hunt is on a bye. CeeDee Lamp is on a bye. David Njoku is on a bye. You know, and Recently I guess Josh, Josh, Josh Reynolds was not playing because he was injured or whatever. So, like, his entire bench was not able to play. But, but he did lose to me last week, so I think I might have broken him. I think so. I mean, two weeks in a row, the Bills have scored under 10 points on defense. Who's to blame? Yeah. Also, you, Josh Allen, only 24 (laughs) is, is he, is he going to be able to play the rest of the season? I think if he sits out, it's one game, but they got Case Keenum on backup. So they're set. They're fine. (laughs) Case Keenum is fantastic. Just kidding. I don't know. But yeah, Josh Allen looked terrible. Like the Jets are a good defense, but like two interceptions and one of them was so bad. Dude, I saw that one. He just threw it right to him. Like in the end zone. I don't know what happened. Like I think it was just like a, and it, every good team has to get evened out and kind of humbled every once in a while. And like the Jets are what six and two now, six and three, which is insane to say. Um, they're a good team, but like still, for the number one team to get beat by the Jets, no matter how good or bad the Jets are, it's still hilarious, you know. <laughs> so like, get humbled, sir. And then you almost got humbled in fantasy, but again, of course, Rob squeaks out the dub, stays 8-1, and one, and stays as the number one in the league. Yeah. What about this? What about a new rule proposal? If some reason, and I don't know, maybe because we go to two decimal places, like no team would ever tie, but this is just speaking out my ass. What if, like, the if the game is within a point, before the game, everybody chooses one player on their team, Right, and that's like the tiebreaker guy or something like that. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh, like head-to-head matchup kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. That would be wild because then you can strategically place like, I don't know, somebody at your flex. I don't know. You know Doesn't that'd matter. be wild. That'd be fun. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's talk about the matchup. Yeah. We already kind of touched on Josh Allen. Um, you said only only 24 points. God, I'd fucking kill for that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like like you said, two, two picks – Two touchdowns, um, moving on down the line here. Uh, Josh Jacobs, um, surprisingly, another kind of human game from him. Only 10. Uh, David Pierce, Dominic, continues to impress. 27 carries, 139 yards, the hard way. The hard way. 13.9 points. 13.9, like, (laughs) you would think somebody who would get 27 carries and 140 yards would get a lot more points. No, he had an average running back game <laughs> after having a, an insane NFL game. You know, like yeah. it's crazy. He also had no receptions, no targets, no targets either. Like it was, and against the Eagles, yeah, undefeated. He ran all over him. Yeah, that's, and that's I mean, all we could do though. Looking at his little stat page here, um, and just how much we've talked about him this year, and how much of like a quote unquote breakout season he's having. Mm-hmm. Um, in in standard leagues. He is the 16th ranked running back. Does that seem a little low to you? For some reason, that that number jumps out. Like I figured he'd be higher ranked than that. It really does, but I think it's it's probably because a lot of these running backs have like one huge game. Mm-hmm. Pierce has really had like he had two slow games in the beginning, but other than that, he's had solid games. No, like he hasn't had like a 30 point game like most of these top 10 running backs have had. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, because mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, he has multiple twenty-five plus games. McCaffrey mm-hmm. has a forty-point. You know, stuff like that. So he's more consistent. He's almost like a Kirk Cousins of the running backs right now. Oh, okay. okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. I would say he has more swag, but I think we all saw that video. <laughs> Big facts. Yeah. Going um, through also, though, I I have a funny little uh, like observation here. So you just went through. Uh, you, you didn't talk about DeAndre Hopkins because I cut you off. He had eleven. He <laughs> had eleven points. That's um, exactly where I was going. I know. Next. So so the um, Robbie's top four players got double digit points. Um, Clint's bottom four players got his like most of his points. Like his tight end, flex, and kicker, those three, they all got double digits, and then the top of Rob's lineup got double digits. Oh. Other than that, everyone just everyone was just a stinker. That's how they all had it. They both had eighty three. <laughs> God, yeah, absolutely brutal. And like you said, there's there's not really too much of a need to continue down Rob's team, other than really to mention that that Duvernay guy, one point for the win. <laughs> yeah, insane. I I really want to watch that that pass because it was his only target too it was like yeah lamar jackson's sole purpose was to win this game for rob <laughs> oh god uh take take me through clint's team as much as i hate <laughs> so, to say it um he had kyler murray and you know he's been just a weird person this year 175 yards <laughs> touchdowns uh he got him 23 which you know very good for a quarterback i guess but um, that's pretty much it. Like he he had Deontay Foreman. He he got him a week late, um, because you know last week with that three touchdown game, he yeah. only got him three points this game. So that's interesting. And then Montgomery, like a lot of points are being scored in that Miami Chicago game. Not by Montgomery though. He Not only by about, him. Only about no. had about five points. Uh, they're mainly passing the ball, or you know Justin Fields are running all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he had so many rushing yards. And then, uh, you know, I guess that that trade happened uh, before because he has Amon St. Brown in his lineup. Yeah. So we didn't even mention it. Uh, There was a trade that happened between J.O. and Clint. Um, The trade was J.O. gave Clint Deontay Foreman, Amon St. Brown, and... Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk was on by. And then J.O. got Mike Evans and Jonathan Taylor, which... What? What? He's. This isn't a keeper league, Jo. Do you know that? Like, <laughs> dude, what? What a fucked up trade. It's like, so weird. Like he he already has Kamara and Saquon. Now he has a bench spot that's just being taken up the whole year. <laughs> he just he just wants to have somebody permanently in his IR spot. I don't know, man. It was an interesting call, but you know the rest of Clint's team was pretty lackluster. Uh, kind of mentioned, you know, Hawkinson had eleven new team. He had 70 yards, 9 for 9. Wild. On a new team after a trade. That's unheard of, I feel like. Uh, Rondell Moore is pretty good, had 11. And then Ryan Suckup also had 11. That was pretty much his whole team. James Robinson on his bench, who he spent, you know, a cool $22 back in the day. Still doesn't play him. (laughs) Uh, That's going to be an interesting backfield to watch while uh, Brees Hall is out. But, yeah, I don't know, man. If you would have played... Instead of Deontay Foreman playing James Robinson, actually, even Rashad White, literally anybody, uh, he would have he would have got the win because he only needed point two. 
Oh man, that is absolutely brutal. And I, I for one, am very happy that Clint lost because I have finally overtaken him in the standings. <gasps> I didn't see that. Dominic, it's huge. We'll, we will get there when we talk about my matchup, but I just want to prepare you. Oh, that's because it's huge. Coming. I love that. Okay, well, let's go to our quote-unquote marquee matchup. Um, every week we mention we always have like a top four matchup. This is the number two versus number four at the time. Uh, number two, Driscoll, Theano Ropos, and then the uh, J.O., something fruity. So <laughs> final scores, Driscoll ended up taking the dub. He had 108.8, and then J.O. had 87.8. Another 80. Disgusting, except he didn't win. (laughs) No. Yeah, normally in any other game, 80 will not get you a win, but it did in that last one, so who knows. But uh, we'll go with J.O.'s team first, I think. Why not? Uh, We got Mr. Consistent. That's why I love her, little Neo. Uh, twenty points. What what else can you ask for? You know, you, you can't ask for nothing. You have him in your lineup just to you know get him that twenty, and that's what he did. Uh, his his running backs who typically go off did not. Well, you know, say like like you mentioned, Saquon was on by, and I guess newly acquired Jonathan Taylor, which I don't know, jury's still out on him for this season. Yeah, uh, was also on by. Um, full disclosure, I fully thought that Saquon played. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I saw the blue jersey with Deion Jackson. I was like, oh, yeah, Saquon played. <laughs> I didn't even look. <laughs> nice. Wait, they combined for a total of 12 points. Uh, Kamara only got seven. Deion Jackson got four, which very surprising because last time Deion Jackson came in for uh, um, Jonathan Taylor, he got 23 points. So you would have assumed, mm. but – you know, that's there's a reason Frank Reich got fired. He's just yeah, not good. I was going to say, also, the Colts are bad, and you actually started the Patriots' defense. We'll get there. But we'll get there. They, yeah, yeah, we'll get they, there. They, they, they were up against a stout defense that week. Yeah. Um, J.O. also had uh, Chase Claypool recently acquired. Uh, we mentioned Hawkinson had a good game after being traded. Claypool did not. He had six targets, which is good, but only two catches for 13 yards. Um, he'll get there, I think. Him and Fields has some stuff to work out, but... For sure. Um, the stars of the ball, Mecole Hardman, 16, and Dallas Goddard got 20. 100 yards and a touchdown against the Houston Texans on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, Dallas Goddard with 20 points, nearly a quarter of his whole point total for James. Yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, tell us, I mean, tell us about the winning team, though. Um, Before we do that, I just want to touch on one more thing. It's It's not great. I mean, Kirk Cousins is great. Right, he's Mr. Consistent. You can bank on him to get you a solid amount of points, but it's not good when he's scoring the most points on your team, which <laughs> yeah. is what happened to Cheo this week. Kirk Cousins with twenty point four, Dallas Goddard with twenty. Yeesh, Yeesh. not 20 great. Even. That's tough. Not great. Um, somebody who was pretty great last week on uh, the Anauropists, Tua Tagovailoa. 30 points out of him, 302 yards passing, three touchdowns. Not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah. He he, he may not know what a triangle is at, you know, at this point in the season, but he can score touchdowns. Um, <laughs> Austin Eckler, another great game from him. This dude just scores like a million touchdowns now. What's, what's going on there? I don't understand. There was a, a stat. I even texted you. He has... 
in like five weeks, he has nine touchdowns. Jesus, something ridiculous like okay, that. Okay, like, he he did play the Texans one week. That is true. There, he, he scored like three. three. Yeah, it's three yeah. from us. Like, it's just bonkers what this guy's been doing. Like, again, I mentioned it before, where uh, on a few episodes ago, where like these coaches they play, they think that a committee works sometimes, but it's like uh, Eckler's one of the best. Like, he's top three easily running backs, and they just put him in a committee and didn't give him all the touches. Now they're giving him the touches. He has so many touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you you say that, though, but he only had 14 carries and eight targets. So, I mean, 22 potential touches. I mean, that's nothing crazy. I mean, I've seen Tarek Henry have, like, 40. Yeah. And stat correction, uh, he has 10 touchdowns in the last five games he's played. That's fucking ridiculous. Just unfair. So, yeah. good draft choice, Driscoll. Yeah. Not bad. Um not not a good choice in his team though. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And Oof, I know the baby. I know Tony Pollard is on by and he kinda of had to start him. But terrible game from him. Four carries, five yards, two point four points. Atrocious. Technically it was a good start though, because Cleo Herbert got two point three. Well So Driscoll did not waste money there. Take notes, Jeff. <laughs> well, Jeff's not wasting any more money, I can promise you that. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> From also on Driscoll team, the uh, best, I think, the best wide receiver duo in the league right now, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Uh, oh, Stephon, sure. Stephon um, a little quiet this week. I mean, we had talked about how Josh Allen had not that great of a week. So, of course, that's usually going to carry over to the receiver group. So, Stephon, only five catches, but for 93 yards. A very, yeah. a very Stephon game minus a touchdown or two. Yeah, for sure. Just yeah. gets a lot of yards on not as many catches. And it just – usually there's a touchdown in there. So, you know, still 11 points, 11-12. Not too bad. Oh, I mean, if 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 that's his bad game, that's awesome. That's so uh, true. <laughs> yeah. Tyreek Hill had 23 for him. Uh, seven of eight receiving. 143 yards in a tutty. Great game from him. Um, but still enough to go around for Jalen Waddle. We'll get there. Don't worry. Um, Darren Waller again. Dominic. Why what, is he what still is starting him? Does he what? know that he's injured? <laughs> he what is he going is on? he is Matt's Los Angeles Chargers. He just, oh my god, yeah. Get real like he hasn't played the last three games, and I'm pretty sure Driscoll started him in all three games, and he's won all three games. So what the fuck's going on over there? No other tight end in his lineup. I think I, I think he just rides with him. I mean, yeah, it's weird because I don't know. I, I guess he can't really fill up a IR spot, but just really sticking home with Waller. You could drop him and be fine. You could pick up literally anybody. Oh man, I I totally understand the not able to fill up an IR spot. Shout out Keenan Allen. Yeesh. Um, I want to talk real quick about somebody on his bench who's on bye this week. Tony Pollard. Um, obviously he had that big game the other week. I think he is like the most Driscoll team running back there is right because he's always doing well but every once in a while he has like a million points yeah is is he the answer at the second running back spot for him and i know zeke has his issues but is is he gonna be good enough to really put driscoll back towards the very top of this league and i know that he's ranked number two and he's seven and two but we've also seen with him Sometimes he'll score 140, sometimes he'll score 90, sometimes he'll score 100. 
is is Tony Pollard going to be able to get him into that one ten plus range every week? Um, I would say yes and no. On the yes side, it's because somehow Driscoll decides to play him every time he goes off. Like whenever Pollard gets points, Driscoll has him in his lineup. Whenever he doesn't, he's on his bench. And what's weird is Ceh is usually always in his lineup. Like. Mm-hmm. He he's done bad this whole year, but he still keeps him in. So that's where the yes and no is. Like, if he can figure out when to play Pollard, like he has been, then he should be fine. And like Pollard, I don't know why Pollard doesn't have the starting spot. I think it's just name recognition with Zeke. Like they pay him a lot of money, so they want to start him. But mm-hmm. he's not that good anymore. Like he's yeah. old, he's injured, which is probably just it's a good spot for Pollard to kind of show his stuff, but. Dude, it's weird, man. Like he still is a is a thick runner, uh, Zeke is, but Ooh. he's just I know he's just there to be a bowling ball at the goal line. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I agree with you there. I mean, it's it's definitely a toss up, but it seems like he's managing it well. So just keep doing what you're doing, Driscoll. I guess. Yeah, I uh, I do. I want to backtrack a little bit because we talked about Tyreek Hill having another huge game. This man is at – he's already at 1,000 yards for the season. Fuck. He has he – uh, let me tell you the exact number. It is 1,104 yards. Holy shit. It is week nine, Nathan. That is so many yards. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. What is he – like, I wonder what the – like, I don't really know how to calculate on pace to get what, but I wonder what his pace is. Like, Philip, maybe you can figure that out, but, like, he has to be – just getting close to just demolishing Calvin Johnson's record mm, for most maybe. yards in a season. He's not going to get, I think, what, Cooper Cup was like 17 off from beating him. That's crazy, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But um, I think we pretty much had uh, Driscoll's team covered. Good win. He is now on a four-win streak. He, I think he is, yeah, he's still sitting at number two. Um, let's see. Our next matchup is... Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff, pay-to-win Jeff, and Matt. Wild game here. Unbelievable game. So much so that it was decided after all the football was played. Yeah, that's how good it was. <laughs> um, there point, there point. was a lead change after all the games. <laughs> <laughs> so point totals, again, we're going to be very specific here. Jeff, with the win, 96.34. Matt. 96.30. Oh, um, my God. After Monday night's game, Matt had it in the bag. Sleeper had said Matt won the game. He was on a W1 streak. Huge. And he had four wins in the column. And then all of a sudden, Matt just messages, and he says, wow, Sleeper's out to get me. And I thought he was referencing the uh, the waiver wire because he lost the a huge pickup. But he goes, no, I lost. And I was like, no shot. No it's, way. It's stack corrected to where Jeff wins by, what is that, a fourth of a point? That's not that's not how you say that. Four-tenths of a point. Philip, help me out here. Four-tenths? Four-hundredths. Yeah, if you remember your uh, fifth-grade education, Dom, yeah. <laughs> hey, fifth grade was a long time ago, buddy. I did not remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Since y'all called me in, Calvin Johnson has 1964 yards in a season. Okay. And he's at 1,000, what, uh, week eight, week nine? 1,100 going into week 10. Yeah, I mean, he's on pace, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, yeah, get some math, some fifth grade math. What is he on pace well, to get? <laughs> how the issue is how many weeks are in a football league? Seventeen. Okay, so he's uh, no, sorry, uh, yes, well, seventeen weeks because they have a bye week, but there's technically eighteen in NFL season. Okay, so he's at eleven hundred through nine, right? I feel like you could have yeah, uh, he, he, calculated and then told us for twenty. <laughs> For twenty seventy seven, damn! So holy he is shit! All he's right, he's blowing up the water. Pace. So if he keeps it up, basically what? Probably a hundred. I mean, he just has to get a hundred yards per game. You know, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Yeah. God, that is f- ridiculous. But I mean, Dr- I mean, I think he's going to carry Driscoll to a potential uh, playoff run here. Oh, definitely. Like you said, amazing. He just has that scary three lineup where actually four. Tua, Eckler, Diggs, Tyreek. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the matchup. Yeah, let's get back. Let's get back. Um, So, yeah, you had mentioned this was a super close game. Matt got stat corrected to an unbelievable loss. Totally feel for the guy. Um, I definitely want to talk about the projections before this matchup because Matt – Matt had a huge projection to start this week. He was projecting 114 points, and honestly, for Jeff, he he kind of was just punting on this week. His two main players were on bye with yep. Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb, and also George Kittle was on a bye. I mean, he's been playing well lately since he mm-hmm. came back from his But, I mean, besides that, he didn't really have too much star power in the lineup. Yes, he had Joe Burrow. Yes, he had Devontae Adams, and I don't know if we're counting Metcalf or not, but... I mean, like I said, 96, he was projected 92. He pretty much did exactly what he was supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy to get uh to have that many bye players and still get the win. Like like mm-hmm. you said his main players were on bye and he still got the dub and it was it's a scummy dub, but it's still a dub, you know? Oh, oh, it counts all the same. Just ask yeah. Rob. Just ask <laughs> So, tell me tell me about the rest of Jeff's team. Okay, yeah, so Jeff's team, Joe Burrow, um, kind of similar to Josh Allen this week, and I kind of like comparing those two guys because they're both insanely good. Oh, yeah, um, top three. Only, only 21 points out of him this week. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, this one, this one's got to hurt because he had 1.4 points, and he had five carries for five yards, which <laughs> absolutely brutal. In wow. the world of fantasy, but so valuable in the world of fantasy for oh my Jeff God. this week. It really is. Nine total yards on six touches. Hey, wow. That's enough sometimes. Hey, it got him the win, man. That's all you can yeah. ask for. Um, yeah. Curtis Jackson, another kind of rough game from him. Only 4.8 points. <laughs> all right. We need to talk about Devontae Adams, Dom. Okay. And I know, I know it's going to hurt your soul a little bit. Um, and that's why I want you to talk about him. All right. Well, they they came out firing early. <laughs> First half, he had two touchdowns and mm-hmm. whatever yards. Ended up 10 receptions on 17 targets. Pretty much every time Derek Carr threw, he was throwing towards Devontae. Um, 146 yards and two touchdowns. Bonkers, but they still got the, the L, the Raiders did, which is so funny to me. Because that's like the third week in a row where they've blown a 17-point lead. Oh, <laughs> they get 17 points up because Devontae Adams is so good, and then they lose still. 
<laughs> they lose. <laughs> Brutal stuff. Um, Brutal. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, 12 points out of him. Another solid showing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dawson Knox. That's right, Philip. I got his name right this time. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? Who? <laughs> $36. Got him four points. <laughs> he, I mean, hey, again, not that many points, but it got him what he needed. <laughs> That's all he can hey, ask for when his tight end's y- on by. Y'all- Y'all are both super proud for calling Damian Pierce David Pierce not 20 minutes ago six times. So, Philip, that's clearly a running joke on the pod. Every single week it's, it's been like that. Get real. We know his name, okay? Jesus Christ. Oh, By the way, did I say David Carr again? Or did I say no, Derek? No, 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 no. You, you actually got it right. Oh, cool. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, um, the only other people I could really think to mention um, on Jeff's squad are on his bench. Uh-oh. Former fighting Texas Aggie Christian Kirk, 17.6 points. Whoop. I mean, didn't matter for him because he got the dub. True, but, true. Uh, you know, thanks and gig him. Um, Greg Wilson. Garrett? Garrett? Or Greg? Garrett. Garrett. You got it. <laughs> two T's, two R's. <laughs> Garrett Tata Wilson. Um, just, uh, just, just a ball sack here under 14 points with 13.9. Oh, yeah. Um, Solid, solid bench game from from Jeff um, Dominic. Take me through the wild emotional roller coaster known as Gritty Gritty Bang Gang in Week Nine. Oof. Okay, so his team is depleted a little bit. Um, Herbert, I don't know if he's still hurt, but uh, he he got him fourteen points against Atlanta. He has like no receivers. He's so like like you know very well. Yes, Keenan Allen yes. always hurt. Mike Williams now hurt. That's probably why Jay made that trade. Um he only had a few few targets. He had like Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter, but fourteen points of I mean he got himself the NFL win, but fantasy, sorry Matt, didn't get you. Uh he has DeAndre Swift, who typically you'd think is just a start, like a set and forget, get him fifteen points, but you know, they've really been loving Jamal Williams lately. So he only got him six and a half. Uh, AJ Dillon also got around five, six points. Um, it's it's just a tough a tough time to be Matt's running back combo right now. Mm-hmm. Um, receivers. I, I tried story. to help him out. I tried to help him. You did, and it would have helped. Let it be him. known. It would have helped him. Would have gotten the win too. But you know, his his receivers are a different story. He's got JJ Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Uh, he got twenty two points. His first touchdown since week one. Hey, how about that, dude? That's wild. That is absolutely wild, actually. <laughs> yes, it really is, and that's it's even crazier because he he's only gotten three touchdowns this year. Again, like I said, since week one, he only has one. Um, still number five in the in the league, like four four five number running back in the. I mean, receiver in the league. He averages um, around fifteen points. I think I can't really do the math in uh, sleeper on the. The website does not really make it easy. Damn it. That would have been yeah, really cool yeah, if I had it. <laughs> you can see it on the phone app, but not on the web app. Yeah, that's um, just dumb. But, yeah, he's such a good receiver, and he doesn't even need touchdowns to do it. Blows mm-hmm. my mind. Sorry, mm-hmm. Matt, but we're just going to move on. Uh, A.J. Brown got him about 14. Only uh, one yeah, touchdown this week. Which crazy that uh, on a Thursday night game, uh, players are getting points. It's not. Right. It's not typical. I know it. I know it. Players are usually tired. They're they're not one to to really give their full effort. 
most of the time, and they were on the road in Houston. Yeah. And and they had to watch their beloved Phillies lose World Series. Ooh. Big fat Brutal. dubs. Hello. Brutal. Um, rest of his team is iffy, you know. Isaiah Likely uh, was a pretty good pickup. He got him a touchdown, really uh, five targets. His only catch was a 24-yard touchdown. Um, if you would have caught any more of those, could have got the win. <laughs> uh, good enough for nine points, though. Amazing name, T. Higgins, 9.5, and then everyone else, like, under 10 points. Kind of just a tough go. Um, no one really on his bench that could have made up for it either. No. no. It's just it's just a tough showing. Yeah. You hate to see Agreed. it. Matt Agreed. is – so it definitely – it sucks, and we've all had our, our bad misfortunes in this league. Um, I currently don't hate it because I, I'm 1-8, and he is three and six. So instead of coming back from three, uh, three games down, I only have to come back from two. So it could be good mm. in the future. So we'll see. Also, with that stat correction, I moved above Matt in the standings. Oh, snap. Point Hello. differential, baby. Point yeah, scored. Yeah, yeah. I got him. I got him in a bag. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dominic, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, we got uh, Maxi Waxy against Isaac Nadamkaju versus Costanzas. Yes, yes this this was a this was a juicy matchup because you, myself, and Dominic we or in Max <laughs> Jesus fucking Colangelo's um, we 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 had a little group group text going and early in the day when um, Devonte Adams was going off, um, Derek Carr was also going off. And I sent a text in that group, and I said, LOLOL, Max, you're so stupid. You should have kept and started Derek Carr, you stupid idiot. (laughs) And then then like an hour later, Justin Fields, it was like halftime or whatever, and he was like, hey, Justin Fields doing pretty good too. Yeah, dude. And and I was like, and I, I looked, I was like, oh, shit, he is doing pretty well. And then like once, you know, like an hour later into the game or something, I was just, I, I had to eat crow as I, uh. As I took the foot out of my mouth, I said, Max, I have to retract my statement about Derek Carr. You made a good call, sir. Because, <laughs> egg on your face. <laughs> oh, dude, two eggs on my face. Justin Fields end up, ends up with 48 points this week. What the fuck? Three touchdowns through the air, 178 yards on the ground, on the ground, and oh. a touchdown. Holy fuck. Bonkers, dude. Like, he was running all over Miami. Oh, it was crazy. And that was a free agent pickup for Max. Dude, this, like, I was watching that game on Red Zone, and, of course, they, like, kept showing Justin Fields doing all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like the coaches, all the players on the Bears were like, all right, fuck it. Justin, just do your thing, dude. We're not calling a play. When when you get in the huddle and I, you know, talk to you in the earpiece, he's just like, okay, Justin, get open. And that's it. That's that's the play. <laughs> it's like backyard football. They just say get open, and if if you gotta let blockers through or rushes through, whatever, let them all go to one side so I can go run on the other side. Like that was Dude, the whole game plan. That's that's the issue with uh, a lot of these quarterbacks that come out of college. Like college is very much like a spread offense, like very mobile quarterbacks, and For they sure. just get eaten alive by NFL. And the, I I say that. Not because the players are so good, but it's because the coaches don't play to their strengths. Like, Matt Nagy destroyed Mitch Trubisky's career because he he took a scramble quarterback, tried to put him in a, a pocket presence kind of offense, and then he got fired, obviously. 
blah, whatever. Same thing with Justin Fields. Like, whenever Nagy got fired, I guess the offensive coordinator, coordinator was like, hey, that worked with uh, every other quarterback we had. Let's try it with Fields. And he sucked the first year. And now, halfway through the year, they're like, hey, he's actually pretty good at running. Maybe we should just let him do that. <laughs> kind of like the the running back fiasco. Like, let your best players do what they do good. They do best, and then you'll figure out how good they are. And that's exactly, so he's on a terrible, a very bad uh, Bears like offense. They they don't really produce many points, except for whenever he just runs amok. It's fantastic. <laughs> runs amok. Great Pokemon reference. Um, <laughs> do so. Do you think the reason we don't see that more in the NFL is because the coaches just don't like it? Or is it because NFL defenses and generally all the players are just way too fast? It's it's always a tough thing to kind of gauge that on because, like, it's it's either – it's probably a few things. But I feel like it's the head coach wanting to just use his offense and not change anything for a player. Like, mm. you, you, you hear the term – Build build your team around this guy. You know, like, you get a player because he's good. And then, like, let's just use the Bears, for example. They get this great player, Justin Fields, killed it at Ohio State, uh, used his legs, but also was a very good thrower. So they're like, all right, let's do that. And then they just didn't let him do half of his game. And they're like, oh, why isn't this working? You know? So, mm-hmm. like, if coaches would actually model their offense after the players they get, they might actually do well. But there has to be an emphasis on the quarterback, right? Like oh, for you're, sure. You're not building your team around a wide receiver. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, I'll I'll change what I said a little bit. Where it's if you get a, a quarterback first round like that, like you get some kind of talent like that, potential Heisman winner, then you should at least try to like move your offense around a little bit. Huh. Okay. I don't know. Some some coaches are weird like that. Okay. Uh, short story long, Justin Fields, very good game. Um, also on Max's team, nice, nice showing from the, uh, running back tandem here between Dalvin Cook and Travis Etienne, Etienne, uh, between those two, almost 40 points. Um, Dalvin Cook, 12, Etienne, 25. Um, we talked about this guy before and he is really loving being the only running back of note in Jacksonville. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and again, one of those things where it's like, maybe we should use that first-round draft pick that we just got. <laughs> He's so good. Are you listening, Raiders? Um, Alec Pierce, only 2.8 points. Bum. Chris Olave, 10 points. Decent. Yeah. Dominic, he's, he started two Jacksonville offensive players. Um, huge mistake. Evan Ingram, only 1.3. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Kenny Walker. K. Walker. K. Walker. Uh, <laughs> 26 carries, 109 yards, two touchdowns. Once again, Max has got a fucking crystal ball when it comes to backup running backs. Because this guy is once again proving how good he is. Oh, yeah. Diamond hands on Max. I'll say it every week until he, like <laughs> it just doesn't work anymore, you know? it's Yeah, the interesting call was Ingram, the, the two Jacksonville guys. But Kenneth Walker... Like, ceases to amaze me. The dude's ridiculous. He can run over any team that he wants. No, for sure. So, yeah, I think I think that pretty much wraps up Max's team. Um, can you take us through Isaac's squad real quick? All right, so Isaac's team, Lamar Jackson, under 20 points. 
It's like the fourth or fifth time this season, I think, after going off like averaging 40 (laughs) the first three weeks. Um, Don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, and I I remember last week when we were doing predictions, I thought Isaac was going to win this game, and I thought that Lamar Jackson was going to have a huge game. I thought he was going to be back to the Lamar Jackson of week, you know, one through six or whatever it was, or one Mm -hmm. through four, and very average quarterback game from him this week, just like you said. Yeah, he did have his, uh, let's see, third highest rushing game with 82 yards, but that didn't really help him much, like... If he didn't rush, he would have 10 points, like 11 points. Oof. If he didn't run that much, it's crazy. Um, but, you know, doesn't matter to harp on it too much because Isaac lost. Womp womp, three in a row. Um, Ramondre Stevenson got him 14 and a half. Uh, pretty typical of him, I feel like, just around 15 or 20. Uh, Miles Sanders, recently acquired in the trade, Thursday Night Football. Another Eagles player, actually just another player in Thursday Night Football to get 15 points, um, 93 yards and a touchdown at it. Good and trade. I, I hate to quit harp, quit, keep harping on it, but pff, great trade. Such a good great trade player. for both of you. Just you love to see it. Um, so uh, Cooper Cup, there was a little injury scare going on, but he ended up having, you know, typical Cooper Cup day, 130 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Hayden Hurst, he had to pick up because Mark Andrews is hurt. Got him six. Solid. Um, no one really too notable on the bench. They're either on by or hurt or James Conner. Wait, uh, wait, 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 Dominic. Did I, are we forgetting someone? Did um, I, did I miss somebody? Um, we touched on Miles Sanders. Yeah. Was there, hmm. was there someone else who wears green on that team? Oh, you know what? What? It was Alan Lazard. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. How could we forget? Oh, yeah. Because he hasn't scored a touchdown in a while. But guess what? Oh. Hold on. Hold on. He scored. Hey. All right, man. That's fantastic news. Um, I don't know. Can, can anybody remind us of what that bet was that happened on draft day? It was... I know we've talked about it before, but it was such like a public bet in front of everybody, and Isaac was just like, oh, yeah, let's do it. I'll bet. I know. I think it was with J.O., but I really want to know what it was. Isaac, if you're listening, please let us know. Yeah, if anybody remembers, please. Because I, I remember there was a bet where everyone's like, whoa, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it was like if he was the highest scorer on his team, which Cooper Cup has that, but we'll we'll find out hopefully. I thought it was um, like he, he was supposed to have more yards or touchdowns. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, so that kind of wraps up their matchup. Um, an insane stat going on right now, and I was going to wait till the, the end of the matchups because Andrew is a part of this, but um, on Sleeper, they always give you the like maximum points scored. I don't think there's ever been a week like this week. Um, Max, he had 100%. 100% of his maximum points. Um, mm. So did four other people. Damn. Five, yeah. Five people had 100% of their total points. And then you had 99%. So, like, everyone was scoring points. I don't know if it's, like, bye weeks and injuries, but everyone was scoring as many points as they could. Good good for the league, you know? Yeah. Even Andrew, 58.76 out of 58.76. 
<laughs> I couldn't I couldn't finish it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's that's brutal. And we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. So moving on to my matchup, the oh. at, you know like after after Sunday because Ricky and I both all of our players were done Sunday night. I was thinking, man. I, like I was typing in some podcast notes and things to say, and I was like, "Hmm, probably the biggest heartbreak of the of the week." But no, after seeing these this stack correction and and Robbie's win, like there's no, it's nowhere near any of that heartbreak. But I'm still, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm still gonna complain because that's what I do on this podcast is complain about my team, and I text. <laughs> I text you and I text Max and I've been texting Philip now too, just rattling off how shitty <laughs> this year has been. And y'all deserve medals because it's probably very annoying. But moving on to the actual teams. <laughs> oh so, God, Dom, my heart breaks for you. So <laughs> okay, I was projected one eleven, Ricky one oh seven. Those really don't matter, you know, like anymore because they're so they get so different. Uh, Ricky and I both had career games, not career games, season high games. Um, final score, Ricky had 151.14. I had 146.42. Um, so I'll walk you through it. Please do. Jalen Hurts got me 24 points. Love that. Thursday night football, I was terrified. Still got good. Uh, Raheem Mostert started off strong with his touchdown first quarter. Cordero Patterson got a touchdown like minutes after that. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. we feeling good. He got another mm-hmm. touchdown in mm-hmm. his return. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patterson, 17.8. Mostert only got 8.6. Jeff Wilson took a lot of touches. We're moving on. Uh, Tyler Lockett, 5 for 5, 70 yards and a touchdown. Got me 15. Curtis Samuel even had 15 points. And then Travis Kelsey and Joshua Palmer all got 15 points for me. <laughs> Outrageous, dude. Insane week. And then... The New England Patriots defense. Oh, my God. I, I drafted them. I dropped them. I picked them on up for $8. And they oh. got me 29 points this week. Dominic, I'm just so happy to see you two back together. I mean, <laughs> I yeah, I know it was a little rocky for you guys, you know, at the start. And mm-hmm. I know you broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together. But, you know, it's it's like Jerry Seinfeld says. If if you really want to break up with somebody, it's like a soda machine. you got to tip it a few times before it really goes all the way over, right? <laughs> and I don't think I don't think this soda machine's going over, Dominic. I don't know, I, man. I I think it's I think you and the New England Patriots D are just a match made in heaven. <laughs> I was I was heavily debating who to drop this week because I have they're on by. I was like I can't drop them. I can't, can't do, it. do it. I end up dropping McPherson. It. New England's on my bench, but um so other than that, I had one person that I could have played and that was Tyler Algier and he had 12.8 which um Mostert at eight, so I would have gotten you know a few from there. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to why that's important in just a minute. So okay. Ricky, 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 Mm-mm-mm. you motherfucker. Yep. Joe Mixon is on this team, and I'm sure mm. everyone's been waiting to hear. Oh, we haven't heard Joe Mixon. He had five touchdowns, five touchdowns this this week, and he hasn't been mentioned yet. Well. We're mentioning him now. 153 yards, four rushing touchdowns, 
and 60 pass receiving yards and a receiving touchdown for 53 <laughs> motherfucking points. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and let me tell you, the rest of his team didn't do very well like throughout the day. So I was like, wow, he has 50, 53 points from one player and he's still like in contention. What's going on? Um Eventually, throughout the day, Nick Folk got him 16, and the Buccaneers defense got him 10, and uh, that was pretty much it. Everyone else got, like, under under seven points, like Aaron Jones, Tyler Boyd, Jacoby Myers. So I'm thinking, I'm sitting here feeling feeling okay. I'm still not mm-hmm. counting anything out. I even texted you that. Um, mm-hmm. He yeah. has, at this point, Sunday night football. He has Patrick Mahomes. And Juju Smith-Schuster. I think I pronounced that correctly. Um, he was projected. At the time, I had 146, like my my total. And then he was projected only like 130. Uh, Sleeper didn't predict that Mahomes was going to get 40 points. <laughs> Fucking bastard. He was projected 27, got 40. Sick. And then Juju got 13. He had 10 catches for 88 yards. I was sitting there. Oh, I had I had Travis Kelsey. I forgot about that. I was sitting there watching the game, and I was like, okay, looking pretty solid, looking pretty solid. And then just all of a sudden, like, Mahomes just runs and runs and runs, and he keeps getting points. And I was watching this score like a freaking hawk because as Patrick Mahomes gets passing yards, um, he it gets him at like a .04, I think is what it is, like mm-hmm. per yard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching it and like, I'm pretty sure it just didn't update in time, but there was one time when Kelsey got like, we were within a point of each other and Kelsey got like a five to six yard catch. So that should have been one point for me. And then like for Mahomes, it would be, you know, two or three, whatever. I don't, I didn't really do the math. I don't really care. But then like Mahomes shot up by four points and I only had one. I was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> oh, I was getting so pissed. And then just like. At that point, there was even if because the way our our quarterback system works, passing touchdowns are six and just the same as receiving and and running. So like if Mahomes threw a touchdown to Kelsey, I still I would have gotten evened out. You know, yeah, it's like a net zero. Yeah, and like it just it just sucks because if if I would have played anybody else, I would have beaten everybody. And it's just like of course that happens. You know, I. Uh, I'm just destined to get that against me. I think it's because I picked Ricky and dicked with picks. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. Oh, I got the W in that column, which I, I hate that I got it right. But um, the the very unfortunate part, Nathan, is I mentioned this last week and the week before. This is the third week in a row where if even if I would have started Algier, you know, and like everything was the same. Mm-hmm. I would have had a total of 150.6. So this is the third week in a row where even mm. my maximum points, w- I would have lost within like a point or two. Oh, dude, that really sucks. And, and, it, and it ended in the last game of the day. <laughs> like, yep. God damn it. Yeah. Um, so, so did you get it all out or is there more that you want to rant about? Uh, I'm good. I've been, I've been stewing all week. I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to point out to you, you scored 146 points and lost. Robbie scored 83 and won. Yeah. 
Get Fuck real. this league. <laughs> Fuck this league, dude. Um, that is ridiculous. <laughs> so Isaac also talked about in Discord that it's like his third week in a row getting 130 scored on him. So he currently has a poop emoji. That's he has, right. He has 1,087 points against him. I am close behind him with 1,082. I'm only five points behind him. Yeah, that again. sucks. And I know for a long time I had that poop emoji, mm-hmm. but now I'm like fourth or fifth. Like I'm I'm middle of the road. Yeah, I mean you still have a thousand, but you're you're still doing pretty well right now. Well, you know I think I got all my big point games out of the way early. Yeah, you know who's a reigning champ of best defense in fantasy is Max. He currently has the least points against. Of course he does. He got overtaken by Robbie, even with that dookie of a game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I mean, we're gonna we're gonna figure things out. I have a six game losing streak. We're hoping that I don't make myself an L seven weenie. Ooh! But we're gonna keep we're gonna keep on keeping on. You know. I hope not. Let's get to your matchup. Let's let's talk about some happy things. Oh, how sweet it is, Dominic! Oh, baby, the fantasymen are going streaking, boys. Ooh. We have two. Doggy. Two consecutive wins. Oh, I love to see it. I love and, to see it. Um, is is it too much to say we're back? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the oh, fantasy men are running riot. And oh, I know baby. what you all are gonna say. Nate, you were playing the New York Jets this weekend. He, he he didn't even start one running back. Doesn't fucking matter. I can't control other people's teams. I can only control what players I put in my team. <laughs> <laughs> and so let me let me take you through this absolutely this absolute thriller of of a matchup. Um also I would just like to say shout out to me for <laughs> for 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 being within a point and a half of my projection. Oh um, hell yeah. I was projected 110 scored 109. Absolutely crushed it also um, you were you were just mentioning how it's like oh you play the new york jets if you're playing that game you would have still beat like everybody except for three people like you you still had the, one of the higher scoring games of the of the the league oh well, so well, go go yeah. off king you know yeah 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 speak <laughs> speaking of projections um andrew this week was projected 75 wow um he scored 58 Yeesh! Might the have first, to do without, without starting a running back, but <laughs> the the first fifty of Christmas for this guy. Um, yeah, absolutely brutal week for the New York Jets. Um, I want to get into his team first. Um, Marcus Mariota. God, he's just he's had worse quarterbacks than I have, and mm-hmm. that's really saying something. It really is. Um, Marcus Mariota, seven point five six points. Ugh. Yeah, we Tre- don't Trevor Lawrence got 18 when he dropped him, but yeah, <laughs> tough. Um, the running back core for him this week, uh, 15.1 between Michael Carter and Empty. Um, TBD. Yeah, nice, nice game for Michael Carter. Empty, terrible game. Yeah, that was um, rough. 0.0. Come on. Yeah, but looking at the wide receivers, I think it's fairly obvious why um, his team was cursed really from the get go. He had Allen Robinson in his lineup. 
honestly, I'm done talking about this guy. It's it's like at the point where you know when the fan runs out onto the field and the camera guy like just pans to somebody like in the batter's box, like doesn't actually show the guy running on film yeah. because they, they don't want to give him notoriety anymore. That's where <laughs> I'm at with him. Yeah. I'm not even gonna mention him anymore. He's just he's just terrible. That's fair. I like it. Yeah. Let's, let's move on then. <laughs> yeah. Nothing nothing really else to talk about on that side of this matchup. But over on the winning side of this matchup. Oh my god. So I was actually super worried at the start of this matchup because noon games kick off and I had to start Romeo Dubs Dubs, whatever the fuck his name is. I had to start him because I had it pretty much everybody else was on bye for me or right. injured. And, like, the last week he didn't do anything at all, right? And so I was like, man, this – oh, well, I got to start him, whatever. So, like, first quarter – like, first drive of the game, he catches a pass for 18 yards. And I'm like, Big oh, numbers. oh, okay, at least he got a target and he actually caught it. And you know how Aaron Rodgers is, Mr. You know, bitch face. <laughs> if, if, if he doesn't like the guy, he's just not going to throw to him. And so here I was thinking, okay, they're building a little chemistry. You know, they got something going. Nope, he gets carted off the field. Nice. Great. High ankle sprain. Done for, like, the rest of the fantasy season. Sick. (laughs) Fan-fucking-tastic, dude. Great. Um, Yeah, so I was a little nervous after that. But then things things started to do, uh, (laughs) I guess, come good for me. Um, Jalen Waddle had an awesome game. I mean, we, we mentioned how Tua had a great game. He, he didn't go quite as off as Tyreek Hill, but you know, five of seven for 85 and a touchdown. We take those. We take, we take those. those on the Absolutely. fantasy team. Very happy with those. Um, Geno Smith, another crazy good quarterback game for me. Not really that great for being a quarterback, but great for me. <laughs> 21 points. Um, Derrick Henry just continues to get touchdowns, which is pretty awesome because he was looking a little shaky mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. I remember one of our fantasy topics in like week two or three were was, is Derrick Henry showing bust potential? Well, <laughs> he just he busted all over everybody right now because um, two more touchdowns for him this week. Leonard Fournette, um, he's, he's scaring me. More and more every week. Really, that whole Tampa Bay team is scared me. Yeah. Dominic. Um, yeah, I don't know. Zach Ertz continues to just be a fantasy monster at the tight end position for me. Um, really, like, the third or fourth best tight end this year. And I got him in, like, the ninth round. You guys all were sleeping on Zach Ertz. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone was just thinking, like, mm, you know, there's other tight ends out there, but... I honestly completely forgot about him until you got him. I was like, oh, good pick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, I picked up the Cincinnati defense right before the game started, as usual. And it was like <laughs> halftime. And I think Carolina had like 40 yards or something. Like they had like no yards. And I had like 20 points. And I ended up with eight. So I don't know if they just gave up. But I can promise you one thing. There is no quitting on the Fantaseman. There's no, oh, we got this game in the bag. We could just, you know, kind of coast the rest of the match. So I cut them. They're gone. Off the team. (laughs) Bye. I don't want them them anywhere near this team anymore. Embarrassing, honestly. And if if anyone out there is thinking about picking up the Bengals defense, number one, they're on bye this week, so don't do that. And they're quitters. 
That's all I have to say. Um, so yeah, with with this victory, Dominic, the Fantasemen have accomplished what I thought was truly impossible. We're in the playoffs. If the season ended today, Dominic, we're in the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge. We're in the playoffs. Um, the the farewell Fantasemen tour is back on track. And like like I mentioned, we're back, baby. We're this back, team is baby. back. You you don't want to see us in the playoffs. And I'm looking at you, Rob, because guess what? We already beat you. We already beat you this year. We're not scared of you. Week one of the playoffs, that 1-8 matchup, you're fucking toast. I'm calling it now. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I hope you guys are along for the ride. We are accepting anyone onto the bandwagon now. Um, but don't try to get on in like three weeks. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, Dom. I didn't. I didn't have a rant this week. I just had to release this positive emotion, and now I, I can it. say it's all out. I absolutely love that. I'm glad you got that out because you deserve it. Thank you, man. You love to I, see it. You went from having the most points scored against you to being three and six, son. Huge. Oh, dude, it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and how the fuck is three and six enough for the playoffs? We don't care. We don't ask questions around here. We just show up and play. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. I love the enthusiasm. Oh, so I think that just about does it for recaps. Um... I don't really have much NFL news going on, though. I do know that there's still no sleeper winners. <laughs> the only real thing is that quarterbacks are, they seem like they're dropping like flies on the uh, the old injury report. So Matthew Stafford's in concussion protocol right now, and then they're playing the Cardinals, and I put a parlay down, and I was like, damn it, because I had Rams winning. It's like, damn it, Stafford's out, no way that they win. And then, sure enough, Kyler Murray is now on the injury report because of a hamstring. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so that, that'll be interesting to watch. Um, there is, I believe, Josh Allen. I think he's fine, but there's definitely talks of him not, like, potentially not playing this week. Yeah, I from from what I saw, I thought it could be, like, potentially, like, a long stretch. Oh, I really? he might have to have surgery on his UCL Whoa. in his arm. I did not yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah. Also, crazy, this is a little off tangent, but speaking of UCL injuries, so I saw this thing, and the reason I know this is because the Phillies were in the World Series, but so they were talking about, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to save it for off the wall. (laughs) Okay. I I just realized it might be longer of a story than I thought, and I'll mark that. I think since, I mean, we kind of went through all the, as many injuries as we know off the top of our heads. Let's just go to waiver wire. I think because there's some stuff to talk about there. I'm done. Cool. Okay, so. Nathan, we've seen a lot of money being spent on on players. And a lot of those players don't get started. They they don't, like these, these managers, they just feel like they need to throw this money away and not even play these guys. Um we have not seen a pickup quite like this before. Jeff Wilson Jr., he definitely showed his worth, uh, newly traded to the Dolphins. Um, he already fits into the scheme of McDaniels, and him and Mostert are currently splitting carries, but he did very well. Um, he was the bell of the ball, and there were four total bids. I'm going to start with the lowest. 
Um, <laughs> Max bid zero dollars. He was like, hmm, if I get him, cool. If not, I really don't care. But he he would just kind of throw one out. Why not? Um, next up was $7, Andrew. Um, let me, showing some fight. Showing some fight. Showing a little bit of fight. Let me see how much money he has. Let's see. Um, where's his name? Andrew has $53 left. And I I do respect the $7 bid, but, like, he needs a running back very bad. And That's I right. feel like he, you got to go more than 15 if you if you really need a running back, like he literally didn't even start a running back, mm-hmm. you know. So like I feel like more than fifteen potentially, but that's still one of one. The next bid was Matt. He's been he's gotten saved a couple weeks because he throws out a big bid and then gets outbid. But this one takes the cake. Thirty <laughs> thirty five dollars out of Matt that he bids out of nowhere. Like what? It's so much money, and he still loses, Nathan. Clint, C.D. Wolfolk, whatever the fuck that means, $40 for Jeff Wilson Jr. Are we $40. Taking, are we taking money on if he even plays him this week? Because I bet he doesn't. <laughs> Let's see if he's in his lineup. That is crazy. Yeah, that's so, actually fucking ridiculous because I feel like Jeff Wilson is one of these guys that has been like – Every week, it's like, oh, man, I got to go pick up Jeff Wilson, right? He's For for some reason, every week this year, he's been like the the guy that everybody's got to have from the waiver wire. It's like he's just a backup. I know. He's it's just weird. A, he's just an average guy. Like, you're not, you're not sneaking anybody in here. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, Clint did it. He had like 60, 70 bucks. So, like, I don't know if you need to do it, but that's so much money for that's, this guy. That's not a reason to blow 40 on a bum. Like, if, if somebody accidentally dropped, like, Camara or um, who would accidentally drop, like, say, like, I don't know, I'm just going with J.O.'s running backs, but a good running back, someone accidentally drops, and then everyone just, like, on the waivers, like, ooh, I want him. That's when you do $40. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. oh, I mean, we'll see, because he did look really good, but I don't know. Um, the next, the next name on here, it's really not that like crazy. Um, Isaac bid five bucks on Robert Tanyan. Another um, tight end. Another tight end. No other bid. The reason I have him on here is because Tanyan here, he's just a journeyman. He has been on, let's see, what is that? Four different teams, four different, uh, Swaflin teams. Um, he was, I'm just going to go through these added by Jeff dropped by Jeff. Added by Jeff. Dropped by Jeff. Added by Max for $4. Dropped the next day. Didn't even play him. Added by Rob. Dropped uh, a couple weeks later. And now added by Isaac for $5. What do y'all think he's going to do for you? These hoes ain't loyal. Yeah. Um, $5 for a guy who, just like you said, can't hold a job. Can't hold a job in this league. However, I will say... He dropped a tight end, picked up a tight end, and it is about $7 lower than the average tight end pickup. That so is true. So you got to I mean, say, good business, except there were no other bids. So yeah. not got it for business. free. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, $5 is a good amount to, to bet. And like if you lose on $5, it's not that big of a deal. But like this man has gone through every team, and there's a reason he's still in the waivers, the waiver wire folks. Um Isaac was actually kind of busy. He 
uh, he picked up Donovan Peoples-Jones, which he already had on his lineup, so I don't really know the story there, but he he outbid Andrew. Um, Isaac won with $5. Andrew had 3 Um, Other notables, I mean, not really notables, but just a couple, like, bet-offs. Giants defense. They're playing Houston this week. Uh, Clint went with $2, a safe safe bet. You went with 3 pod pressure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Matt also pod pressure went with 3, but I think he's just more on the higher on the waiver wire. Because you might have had more points in him this week or something, so he ended up winning. Because I'm higher in the standings, baby. Hey yo. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, speaking of players who were already on the lineup, Jo picked up Russell Wilson for three dollars, even though he already Mr. had. Unlimited. He he picked up Trevor Lawrence and didn't play him, and then just dropped him. So no no loyalty there. Shocking. And then dropped recently by Driscoll. Jo, I mean uh, Isaac picked up Tom Brady for a dollar. Next bid, zero, because Jeff is broke. You broke, bitch. Oh, cooked. That brings his total to a whopping six bids lost because he's dead broke. <laughs> so last last thing I'll mention, because like I said, Isaac's been busy. This one, it kind of made me chuckle. So I need a kicker because uh, McPherson's on by. I, I drop him, and I go, hmm. Uh, Brett Mayer, Maher, he's been really well. He's been doing really well for Isaac. Let me just throw in a you know a zero dollar bid just in case. See what happens. See what happens. Um, I look at it and I win at zero dollars, and it says there's two bids. So I get so excited because I, th- I'm th- here thinking that Jeff bid, and I won just like a level above him. But no, I outbid Isaac when Isaac bid four dollars. What? <laughs> Isaac bid $4. I bid 0 but Isaac would have had too many people on his roster, so I won. <laughs> LOL, Maher's mine. I hope he gives me 10 points this week. That'd be sick. Isaac, <laughs> get your house in order. Fire your general manager if you have to. This is sloppy. It's bad. Okay, You're allowed to drop we- players whenever. We expect something like this out of the New York Jets, but not out of a class organization like Ndamukong Jew. So please figure that out. You're embarrassing this league. And it's funny because that happened to the New York Jets earlier this year, and I was on the winning end of that too. I sense a little pattern going. Mm. Mm. Yes, um, speaking of pay to win, broke, cook, sloppy seconds, Jeff, there were two sloppy seconds pickups by uh, Jeff this week, um, both made about 12 hours ago. He he drops Isaiah Pacheco, picks up Jared Goff, <laughs> and um, <laughs> drops drops the, the Seattle Seahawks defense and picks up the New Orleans Saints. Bold move, bold. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I I get it, I guess, because the the Steelers are bad. But if T.J. Watt is back, the Steelers are going to win the game. That's just how it works. The, the Steelers are they're currently undefeated. Well, not undefeated, sorry. They have not won a game when TJ Watt is not in the game. If that makes mm, sense. Interesting. Okay. Like he is like So the, whenever he doesn't play, they don't win. Correct. It's an, it's weird, but hey. Sloppy seconds, baby. Drop the Seattle defense, which they're doing well. He got them double digit points the last three weeks, but hey, do, you do you, Jeff. You're you're currently doing better than me, so it's true. I think it's time for dicks with PX. Dicks with picks. Yeah, dicks yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Right. ooh, how did we do last week, Dominic? You know, like I said, I I hate that I was right, 
but I was four and two last week. You were three and three. I hope you're happy with that. You know, I I'm not happy in the way that it happened, but you know, there's a win in the column, and I I almost went. If that stack correction didn't happen, I would have been five and one. That would have been the Damn. best best dicks with picks week there there has been, but um, by far, <laughs> I have not updated the season totals yet, but. Um, we're not looking too bad anymore. You know, we're, we're both inching closer to 500, I feel like. No, I feel like I've been 3-3 three and three for like four weeks. No, wow. just two weeks in a row. Just two weeks. I think Let's... I think you got two games on me. You are currently 17-25 and 25 is, is your record. Um, still plenty of time to, to make that back. I don't know. And then I am currently 21-22. and 22. Damn. No, sorry, 20-22. and 22. I did math wrong. Damn, I'm that's inching. pretty good. I'm inching. I'm inching. And it's also important to note that producer Phil, two and nine. Oh yeah, he didn't do his picks. He should have. He should have written them down. Well, after that amazing showing of zero for six the week before. <laughs> we'll have to ask him to to go into the the spreadsheet and put out his picks. <laughs> but um, let's see. So I think we just move on and go through some of these uh, these previews. Yep. Um, you know, we're just kind of keeping pace, and if it just blows my mind because there's another one v four matchup this week. If if so, Max currently the new standings. Max with his win jumped up two places. He's now the number four. So it's the at the Good Boys versus the Costanzas. Ooh, I feel like it's gonna be. I hope it's a good game. We always say this, but um, I mean, I'm just gonna quickly say it, say it right now. I'm going Max here. I think Rob has another dud. Another one. I think so. I think even you if think Josh Allen, broken. dude, if Josh Allen plays, he's not getting twenty-eight points like he's projected. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's my prediction. Is, twenty-eight is definitely high. Yeah. Um. So, how I think this matchup is going to go? I think this matchup has absolutely nothing to do with football. Okay. Me out. I like it. I don't care who he's got in these lineups. I don't care who Max got. I don't care who Robbie's got. Here's here's the here's the facts. Okay. Robbie is coming off a tight, narrow win, which is exactly what you need after coming off a devastating loss to clearly a superior team. True. True. Right? So this was kind of a wake up call for them. They 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 saw what happened to him, and this is similar to what happens in soccer. If your striker's not scoring goals, sometimes they say he just need needs one to go in off his ass, and all of a sudden the goals start coming. That's Ooh. just how it happens. Okay. Max, Max is six and three. I don't know if Max has ever been in the top five this late in the season. I don't think he can handle it. I don't think his team can handle the pressure of expectation. Does that make sense? It does. Max Max is getting to the point where he's supposed to win. Ooh, interesting. I don't think he can handle it. I don't think he has the stones. I don't think he has the plums. I think he has raisins down there. I am going Rob full stop. Ooh, huge. Kind of like the, uh, I'm not comparing Max to the Lions, but the way you described it is like the, how the Lions are. Anytime that they're favored, no matter how good of a team they are, they lose. <laughs> yeah. Guess what, Max? You're on prime time now. You're not playing the noon game. People are watching. 
People know who you are. Ooh, ooh. Um, by the way, we didn't even mention that this is the first time that anybody has rostered Justin Fields. Was the week that Max got him for 41. Ridiculous. Crazy. Um, yeah, uh, you have Rob, I have Maxi. So next matchup is uh, number two, Driscoll, versus number 12, Andrew. Driscoll. Jets. Yeah, I'm going Driscoll. Driscoll. I think that's pretty easy. This will <laughs> be the second week in a row I'm not picking Andrew to win. Last week because I played him, and this week because I played him last week, and he was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We think you're going to lose. We think you're going to go 0 and 10. Hopefully, you're you're not going to pull a uh, a winless year. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't know. If he does, is there is there like a a, a Sacco Prime punishment? <laughs> I mean, so uh, this this beer mile we're doing. So two, two for, miles for the the <laughs> listeners that don't know, our punishment for the Sacco is a beer mile, which means you shotgun a beer, you run a quarter of a lap, you shotgun another beer. Quarter of a lap, shotgun, quarter, shotgun. Um, four beers, four laps around a track, hopefully, to make it easy on you. Um, what we could do, if he does go winless, um, I've done this in a, in a previous league where, you know, like some people, they just kind of like, like, oh, I'm too cool for this. And they'll just like walk around the track and take forever. Cool. So uh, a way that we took, like, made sure that didn't happen is you have a 15-minute timer. No, I think it was 13 minutes is, like, the maximum think, you can do. I think we already have something like that for this year. Oh, okay. It has to be done in, like, under, like, 12 or 13 minutes, or you have to, like, keep going or something. So the the thing that I'm hoping we can do, because it's just hilarious, is if you're over 13 minutes, every minute over 13, you have to take a shot. Oh. No, every two minutes. So, like, if you hit 15, you have to do your four beers and a shot. Jesus That'd be fucking wild. Can you believe Andrew, that? you better win one, buddy. I know. I think that would, that should be the rule if it's winless. And we'll we'll bring it up to the to the committee, but um <laughs> let's move on to we got JO number 5 versus the number 3 pay to win sloppy seconds broke ass bitch Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um Jeff is projected to have a huge week because his players are back. Yeah. Um I've I've actually only picked Jeff to win once. And that's because he beat me one week, and I was really mad about it. But I'm over it now. Jeff, I'm picking you this week, buddy. I yeah. believe in you. I, I've I've given you a lot of shit on this podcast, really for no reason. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but I'm believing in you this week. Let's go, Jeff. Yeah, the uh, it's, it is tough because um, he clearly has a better team, like if you just look at it. But, like, the thing is, J.O.'s matchups are kind of juicy. Seattle's defense gives up a lot of yards. Uh, Houston, we give up a lot of rushing yards, so Saquon. Pittsburgh is iffy. Kamara might get a lot of points. Tennessee just got stomped by Patrick Mahomes. Like, looking at so many matchups, it's it kind of makes you overthink, which is what I'm doing. So I'm just going to not pick against Jeff because I haven't in, like, three weeks, and it's been pretty good for me. So I'm going to go Jeff. Yeah, got to. Okay, actually, Next I, one. I, I I misspoke because the last two weeks I've not picked Jeff and I've lost. So <laughs> we're going Jeff this week. Okay, okay. Dominate. Next one. Oh man, this is kind of a shocking um, matchup for me personally. Yeah. So we have number. What is it? Number six, Isaac. Is that right? 
I'm changing my vote. I'm going J.O. on the last one. I, ca- I can't. I'm doing it. I'm going J.O. Oh. <laughs> He's, all right, he's he's cracking under the pressure, folks. All right, all right. Just just like the all the Colangelos can't handle the pressure. <laughs> all right, this this matchup we got Isaac and and Ricky. Yeah, shocking to me that Isaac has fallen to number six, I know. and equally if not more shocking that Ricky has risen to number seven. Yeah, what the we <laughs> we we have one team currently climbing Apex Mountain, and the other team falling hard off of Apex Mountain. Um. Where where do these two clash? Man, I think this is a toss-up. Um, I I am going to pick Isaac in this one. And Ooh. I am sh- I'm strictly picking Isaac because I need Ricky to keep losing because I'm only I'm like the next person in the standings. So <laughs> Vamos I, uh, Isaac. <laughs> I was actually about to say the opposite. Not not the fact that I want one person to win over the other, but I think Ricky wins. Um, he doesn't have a kicker in right now, but that's going to change. Um, so I'm looking at Isaac's lineup, and it's interesting to me because he has two, count them, two Green Bay Packers playing right now. He has Alan Lazard and Robert Tonyan, and he also has the Dallas defense, which we had the, we had the whole, not argument, but you know stats kind of showing with that Max gave us about – players playing well and defense but that's just Mm -hmm. one player i don't know if you can have two players on your team and the defense and have all three do well that is gutsy you know so that's that's my logic here like you said it is a toss-up but and i hate choosing ricky because he just beat me but i he's on a wave he's i'm riding the wave riding the ricky wave Ooh, gross um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that did sound gross, but you know, we just gonna keep going. We're gonna go to the best matchup of them all. Speaking of gross, easily the the two grossest names in this entire league. We have dumb thick men <laughs> versus the fantasy men. This is this is a a battle of the thick goo boys. Oh Tommy. baby, the podcast and- showdown. <laughs> the podcast showdown is right. Um, we could spend a little bit of time on this matchup if you want. Let's just go position by position. God, and Dominic, I, I want you to be honest. I want you to be honest with me here, okay? The answer is no. I already know what you're going to ask. Well, actually, let me just guess what you're going to ask. Are you going to okay. ask, is, J- is Jalen Hurts actually going to get 28 and a half points? Was that your question? That's not what I was going to ask. Oh, well, I don't think that's going to happen, but please ask away. What I was going to ask was, how is it going to feel that Geno Smith destroys Jalen Hurts this week? You know, it's going to be even crazier because Geno Smith is the first game. Well, first game on Sunday at 6.30 in the morning. So we're just going to wake up to see what points he has. And then a million. Jalen Hurts is the, is the last game. <laughs> so I was... So. I was looking at your team and I was like, oh, okay, so let's see if, if any of our people are on the Monday night game. You have Antonio Gibson and I have Jalen Hurts. I am honestly terrified because I think I think it's going to be four four weeks in a row where it comes down to the, the final game. Well, and I don't know if Antonio Gibson is going to end up staying in that lineup. It kind of depends on Keenan Allen. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. So we'll see about that. Okay, yeah, we'll but let's – Let's let's do a legit team comparison here. Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is going to take that one. 
I think it'll be closer than I think it will, but I think it'll be close. Yeah, Commander's defense isn't bad that right now. Yeah. Derek Henry, Raheem Mostert, we don't need to cover that one. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. This one will be close, though. Leonard Fournette, Cordero Patterson, they're projected about the same, but my gut tells me Cordero Patterson is going to score way more points. I don't see. It's it's interesting because it is Thursday. So I think that typically means they run the ball more, but, you know, I'm talking to my ass, but um, it, it's currently showing a little, like, little overcloud, a little, little bit of rain maybe. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, they're not going to throw the ball. And, like, Atlanta's already a run-heavy team, so who knows? They could run it. I, I still think that it's going to be a lot closer. Like, it's I think it's going to be we're both going to have around 16 points for these guys. Because Fournette gets all those little passes. He gets he yeah, gets the that's receptions. True. That's true. I don't know. Okay. It's tough. Next man. one. Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett. I think Cooper's going to get me. I say he is that, coming off a bye this week. I say that because he always he's always projected low, and he always gets at least one touchdown. Yeah, and just the matchup for that game, the Browns are playing the Dolphins, and I could easily see this game, both teams being in the 30s. Yeah, for sure. I Yeah. <laughs> I would put money on that. That is going to be a high-scoring game. <laughs> Speaking of the Dolphins, Jalen Waddell, Jerry Judy. hey <laughs> Oh, this will be interesting. Um, I mean, Waddell just continues to get points. He's projected low, probably going to end up high. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, he just continues to just amaze. Um, I think tight ends, I I'm I want to say that I have you. Clear but, advantage. But there's no talent. <laughs> Clear advantage, I think. Zach Ertz is, well, I was going to say he's touchdown dependent, but he's actually pretty balanced. He's, he's fully capable of getting, you know, five, six receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. Dude, that's that's like three receiver right now. Yeah, that's that's like the number. That's like the token Zach Ertz game right there. Oh, for sure. And uh, let's see, who are they playing? They're playing the Rams. Tough defense, but I feel like I mean, last time they played the Rams, he did pretty solid, right? Seven and a half points, not too shabby. It's I a think, division matchup. Who knows? I think I think what's going to happen is he's going to get around the same numbers. Um, he had ten targets for six yards and forty-five. Sorry. 10 targets, 6 receptions, 45 yards last time that he played the Rams. I think he gets pretty similar to that, but he adds a touchdown. Mm, okay. He's okay. he's definitely the favorite end zone target right now yeah. for, for well, Kyler Murray. D-Hop's back. D-Hop is back, but he's got two touchdowns in a row, two weeks. But are they playing Call of Duty together? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, this next one, you you – said that you're kind of on the fence of who to play in your flex spot. I am too a little bit. Um, it really depends on injuries. So you, you're you kind of dependent on Keenan Allen. I am too because I have Joshua Palmer. Picked him up last week. Uh, the reason he did well last week is because uh, your boy, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams were out. So I don't know if that's going to happen again. If it does happen, I don't know, might, might have to throw in like a George Pickens or Curtis Samuel. Still not sure yet. So mm. – I think that flex spot for both of us is kind of up in the air. Oh, definitely is for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, kickers and defenses, we we both just picked them up off the waiver, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Total toss-ups, you're playing the Colts who have Ellinger and Pittsburgh. I'm kind of just banking on TJ Watt being back. <laughs> so if that happens, hopefully there's some sacks in there. Yeah, yeah. So you're banking on TJ Watt. 
And I'm banking on, you know, Las Vegas. Yeah. So I'm picking. Gambling. I'm, I'm gambling. picking uh, Fantasima this week. No, Just kidding. Not. I'm Shut going. I'm up. going. Don't think me, baby. We, we don't want your dude. shit prediction. It don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean nothing. We're we're streaking, baby. We're streaking, we're, baby. We're streaking, baby. Goo boys, oh. three in a row. Book it. Man, I tell you what. One of us is going to be right. One of us is going to be wrong. And I'm very excited to see who it is. <laughs> oh man, it's going to be great. Last um, matchup. We took a little bit while to to talk about that one, but hey. It's our show, baby. Let it's us, our show. Let us do our thing. We do what we want. And you know what? You guys are still going to listen. It doesn't fucking matter <laughs> because this show's great. Damn straight, son. So It's okay. We At, at the bottom of the list, we get the poopy-doopy quarterback combo. <laughs> we get the, the number nine versus the number ten. <laughs> uh, Matt versus Clint. What a brutal matchup this is. I know. Both running backs are just terrible but both receivers are very good receivers oh man and this one hurts me because oh man i don't and i I know we've talked about it a lot Mm -hmm. because matt started the year so strong but it's like i hate giving him shit because matt is such a good old pal of mine and it's just like matt man why can't your team just be good your team's not bad why can't they just be good (laughs) it's so true (laughs) oh it's tough to see man it is tough to see I honestly oh, don't know who to choose. Yeah, so this is this is a matchup between two teams that are currently what three and six. Yep. Um, both of these teams are on my heels in the standings. They're they're miles above you, Dominic. Don't even bother looking up. I'm to them. I'm working to get close. <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck. I really don't know who to pick in this game. Um, Clint. Clint. He's he's having his new guys settle in from the trade. Um, I think that trade is going to benefit him greatly, and uh, for that reason, I'm picking Matt. <laughs> Dude, that works perfectly because I was going to go Clint, and here's why. So Matt's team, like I said, they both have very good receivers. Um, Justin Jefferson is playing Buffalo, so that'll be interesting to see. I mean, A.J. Brown's playing Washington, so that might be kind of wild, but um, – Matt's team is like he's kind of just like scraping the barrel. He's he's trying to play as as good as he can. Um, he's just getting riddled by injuries and bye weeks and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like Clint just had a terrible terrible loss against the number one. So I think he comes back uh, with a fire under his booty hole and he's mm. going to come out scoring. I think so. That's that's aggressive. I honestly. And now that I'm looking at these, um, this is the – I think this is the most flip-flop guesses that we've had ever. I think you're right. And the only one we're picking the same is Driscoll versus Andrews. So I'm just going to go ahead and mark those in green. And it's honestly because we're playing each other, so we're not picking ourselves. That's right. <laughs> That's why. Well, you didn't you – picked, you picked yourself to lose last week. So. I did, yes. And, I mean, I was right. And I hate again. I hate it. But anyways, and that's whatever. what you get. That's what you that's get. What you get. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all the picks. Um, I have two trivia questions for you. If you I don't are. have any for you this week, unfortunately. That's okay. That's okay. I, I I mentioned in the green room. That's right. We got one of those. Uh, I mentioned in the green room that I thought of one earlier today, but I forgot what it was. So I have to mm. try to remember it for next time. That's fair. Um. So. 
as I'm looking at my questions on my phone, I have one more stat that I want to talk about. Not stat, but thing that I noticed. So the Vikings are playing the Commanders last week. And they're on like the, the you know, two-yard line, whatever it is. Um, Three-yard line. <laughs> I, I've seen this so many times, and let me know if you've seen it too. But they're on the three-yard line. Dalvin Cook, they give him the ball uh, three times in a row. Dalvin Cook is lined up literally 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Like they just need to they just need to go forward for 3 yards for a touchdown and he's lined up on the the 12 13 yard line. Hmm. That is ridiculous. That seems way too far away. Like I don't know if it's like he needs to get speed or what, but it's like if you get the ball, you can actually use the blockers to go forward. You know, like yeah. he got he got stuffed every time he did that and then the next time I think they had a you know, like a false start or whatever, pop, popped him back a little bit. He was only like five yards behind that next time. It's like, is that on purpose? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Is is that because they want to see like the whole play, like the whole blocking develop? It gives them a little more time because like you said, they, he only needs to go three yards. He doesn't need to like break through the second layer or whatever they call it in football. Yeah. Like he, he, he just has to get past like – one row of guys. Mm-hmm. So if he finds one hole in that little extra time, you know, he scores. But he's just got to find the hole. That's a good point. I think um, I'm just looking at it as, like, an outside perspective. That's a really good point that he kind of needs to see the the holes develop. But I feel like when you're when everyone's that close quarters and, like, trying to get only a few yards, everyone's bunched up no matter what. So mm-hmm. you just got to push the line. Yeah. I don't know. but um, Two things. Two things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty uncommon, like – it's super uncommon that your running back would be that far away, typically, right? Mm-hmm. Being down at the three-yard line doesn't seem like the right place to just change everything up when you're handing the ball off. Yeah. Why Why would you risk potentially, like, the timing being off on the handoff or, you know, like, if you have extra time as a running back to go to get the ball that you're not used to, like, you could close your hands too fast. You could easily fumble that football. That just doesn't make any sense to me why you would do that. Yeah. And my, my second question is, and maybe we get producer Phil on this. It seems to me like QB sneaks this season are the place to be. Everyone is doing QB sneaks all over the fucking league. And they work. And they work, right? So if you get inside, like, the 5, 10-yard line, just put your fucking running back in at center and QB sneak. It's good for, like, four yards every time. I've Every time I've seen it, it's like third and three. Oh, there goes Burrow. Oh, and he gets the first down on the sneak. It's like, what? This doesn't make any sense, but everyone's doing it. Dude, yeah, like... There was a play, I forgot which game it was, but the Eagles, they're on, like, the four-yard line. They literally ran QB sneak three times in a row and scored. Yeah. And, like, it worked. And um, to your point, so that's actually been a very popular play where um, quarterback is in shotgun, and then they have, like, a tight end or fullback or someone uh, motion over, and then they kind of motion. They go all the way across. They stop at the, the end of the tackle, and then they come back. And then they go right under center and take the ball, and they run upfield. It's a it's a really good idea, and it like catches people off guard. But it's like, why don't you do that more often? It's working. Yeah. We need some analytics on that. We'll we'll get Phil on that. Statman Phil. 
Um, so speaking of some stats, I got some fun trivia questions for you. And I just thought of Great. another one. This one might seem a little bit, you know, easier, but I only had two good ones. So this one is about your team. Derrick Henry, you've had him pretty much every year, I'm pretty sure, on your fantasy team. Yeah. Um, last year he got injured. Okay. Right. What week did he get injured? Oh, fuck. I was really hoping you were going to ask me what was his injury. Because I think I think I remember what it was. Didn't he like fuck up his foot or something? I think it was his foot. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was his foot. Um, yeah, but what week was it? What week was it? Got about a one in eighteen shot. Yeah. <laughs> um. For some reason, I'm thinking he was off to an insane start, and I also can't wait to like give my answer and you'd be like, "He got hurt week one, idiot." Um. <laughs> I can tell I, you this, it was it's not week one. I'll tell you that. Okay. It's week two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess week nine. That is incorrect. Yeah, no. It was way. week eight. Oh, oh dude. That was so close. Yeah, I do, because I feel like he was like Tearing it up early in the season, you know, like he does. Yeah. And then I, I just remember being in, like, third, fourth place or whatever, and I was just like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, his his stats, I'm just going to read them because they're ridiculous. Um, week two, 182 yards, three touchdowns. Must have been playing the Texans. No, Seattle. Uh, well, that's right. He gets 200 yards. <laughs> yeah, going, going down the list, 113 yards, 157 yards and a touchdown. 130 yards and three touchdowns against Jacksonville. 143 God. yards and three touchdowns against Buffalo. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. He's just, he's unfair to have on your team. Um, okay. So speaking of running backs, Nathan, um, a, a big dramatization that happened in our league is that I went through a running back carousel of Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers, and they both got dropped last week by me. Crazy stat. Um, Daryl Henderson, he had, and I hope you didn't hear this on red zone, but he had the longest rush of the Rams season last week. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is that number? I'm going to give you an over under on yards. Okay. Okay. So the question is over under the longest rush that the Rams have had this season. And I'm going to give you 28. Is it more or less than 28? Bro, 28 was literally going to be my guess. That was oh, literally <laughs> like like if, if if you were going to say how long was that run, I was literally going to guess 28. So Ooh, shout crazy. out to you for picking a perfect over-under. <laughs> I love that. So what, what's, what do you think? If, if that was your actual guess, what, what are you going to say? Over or under 28 yards? I'm going under. You're correct. Yes! I was, fucking knew it, dude. It was 23. Okay, dude, that was my other guess. Because <laughs> when, like, 28 was the first number that popped in my head, and I was like, for some reason that seems high. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe it's 23, but then I was like, nah, 28's what I thought of first. If he asked me, I'm going 28. Yeah. So, all right, one for one for two this week? I, what, what is that, like two or three in the bag total for the year? I think that's – we. I have one, and you have two right now. You're oh, killing it. You're killing maybe. it. Maybe. Okay, well, I, I need to come up with some more for you then because <laughs> you need some opportunity. So um, 
yeah, that one was a hard one because if I would have given you, if I would have said over, like if I would have said the the longest rush is eighteen yards, you would have been like, oh, over easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like that one's a tough one, but I'm glad you got it. Okay, but 28 is ridiculous. Like, is, you should have a rush longer than 28 yards this year. 23, Nathan. I'm sorry, 23? It's, it's just, it blows my mind how, how small that was. It, I had to, like, rewind it. I was like, no way that they just said that. Um, okay, so next question. I actually really like this question. So, last episode, you had, you had made a little joke um, about, <laughs> about Justin Tucker potentially scoring more points than your quarterbacks combined right so i did some digging and (laughs) um, (laughs) this one is just more of a stat and then followed up by a question okay so uh let's see hold on hold on how do i want to ask this really maybe i'll maybe i'll do that after okay i'll do that one after this is the question who has scored uh more points your quarterbacks combined or your running back, Leonard Fournette. Hmm. So I'll, I'll re-ask because that was probably confusing. No, 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 no. You got it. I get it. I okay, get cool. It. Yeah. Um. God, it it really makes sense to me to pick Leonard Fournette, but at the same time, my my quarterbacks have been shitty. But it's like, have they been that shitty? And, I mean, Teddy had that one week where he had zero. Um, God, Stafford had so many single-digit weeks. Geno's had a couple of 20s, though. I'm going to go with the quarterbacks. You are correct. Oh, my God, dude. That was such a good – that was a trap question. Yeah. So, that was a trap question. Um. Well, what's what's interesting though? Oh yeah, because those are those. So I what I was gonna do, I was gonna choose one that was higher, but I was like, maybe I'll just kind of stump them because the next person, no, that was good. The next person that has, I'll just tell you the numbers actually. So your quarterbacks have one hundred twenty three point two six total points for the oh year. Oh my god! Leonard Fournette has one hundred twenty two point nine. Oh my god, that's so good! <laughs> <laughs> it's so close. Oh, I was going to say, like, Jacoby Brissett because he has 127. It's the uh, next person above you. But, like, Leonard Fournette's on your team. It's perfect. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. That's outrageous, actually. Absolutely insane. Like, what a weird stat. It's so fucked Dude, up. Dude, two for three. Dude, I'm on fire. <laughs> okay. Fire. Also, let's be fair. Two of those questions were 50-50. That is true. I'll still give them to you, though. <laughs> oh, I'm taking them. <laughs> oh, okay, so um, Justin Tucker scored 87 compared to your quarterback's 123. Still scary close. Yeah, so, like, if I would have said that, it would have been an easy quarterbacks, you know? Yeah. But still fun. Still fun. <laughs> still fun. So tell me what you were going to say earlier about – I don't even know what you're talking about, but you're like, I'm going to wait till later. Oh, the uh, UCL. Yes. Okay. And, and then I think once once you do that, we'll we'll top off with uh, the Maxillangelo. Okay. So I was reading this thing on Reddit, and they were talking about – they were, like, listing – and this is about baseball. Okay. So they said, like, in what ways has having – or, like, the rule changes 
for this season. Not the not the upcoming ones with the pitch clock and all that, but the ones for this year, primarily being Universal DH. Okay, so, and the reason this got brought up is because the Phillies were in the World Series. So Bryce Harper, he has been playing pretty much the, in, or he played pretty much the entire MLB season with a torn UCL, which I guess is in your arm or something. I don't, I don't know. I think it's in your arm. I feel like that's something Isaac knows. Uh, and if there was no universal DH in baseball, he would have to play the field, right, of course. Oh, right, right. So if that was the case, the Phillies would have shut him down, and this this injury happened in, like, May mm-hmm. or April, so, like, very much the start of the season. And they would have shut him down. He would have had to have surgery. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, no chance that the Phillies make the World Series without Bryce Harper. They barely made the playoffs with him. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they went on a crazy run in the playoffs. They got hot at the right time. But it's like, dude, Bryce Harper out for the entire year? Yeah, your team's maybe winning, you know, 80 games. You you're you maybe getting to 500. Damn, but with this crazy. universal DH, with this universal DH, he just has to bat. Yeah. That's what uh, – That's crazy. Like, so me and my dad talk Astros a lot. And he has his takes are hilarious, just with any sport ever, because he's very um, animated with those. Uh, but his biggest thing was he goes, um, it was whenever Bryce Harper caught on to Lance McCullers tipping, right? Mm-hmm. And he like telling everyone, and he was hitting really well against Lance. And he goes, well, no shit that he he has like he picked up on the pitching. He doesn't have to play. Like, that's all he has to do is just watch. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. But I honestly, it didn't click how much he actually, like, didn't play. Like, I don't think I saw him in the field because I'm I didn't even realize. I didn't even hear about any injury. I'm super surprised because typically in those situations, um, like, whenever we play the Nationals, the the whole thing is, uh, is it Juan Soto? Jose Soto. Yeah. Juan Soto. He's he's 21 years old in the World Series. Oh my God! There's always something that they really harp on the whole time, and if Does I feel they like Harper on, yeah, they Harper on. They, I feel like that that would have been something that there's like, and Harper uh, hits a home run while having an injured M- UCL or whatever it is. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's impressive what he did though. He's he played very well. Like there's no doubt. He about it. really didn't though. No. No. I mean that last game he kind of sucked. I mean, he had, like, one home run. I mean, he got walked a few times, but that was about it. Really, like, the... He has clutch hits. With with the exception of Kyle Schwarber, that two through five for that lineup was awful. Yeah. They were pretty bad. (laughs) I was really only scared or, like, worried when Harper and uh, um, Schwarber were up. That was it. Other than that, I was like, who are these guys? Like, the, the catcher got that one home run in... Uh, what is his name? JT Riamuto. Yeah. So, which by the way, this is I'm completely going off the off the cuff here. Hey, it's off the wall. There, baby. there are two players on the Phillies that are part of like very well known memes. Oh like, yeah. So I was trying to find them whenever I when I noticed it, but um, what's his name again? Monuto. Riamuto. Riamuto. So he he's that meme where. 
um, it's like whenever, <laughs> whenever a kid you're on the tee box or no, you're on the green and you see a kid running through the fairway cause he forgot his club on the, on the, on the fringe. And then it's just like, mm-hmm. it's the Phillies pitcher running out from the bullpen. And then it shows uh, this guy. I still don't remember his name. Uh, he just like looks and he's just like, Oh fuck. You know what's oh, what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, there's yes. that one, and then and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the next one is that announcer. He was uh he said something about uh the 49ers and the Giants, not 49ers, uh San Francisco Giants, and made like a gay joke uh somehow that was like offensive towards the whole city of San Francisco. So he was sitting there like apologizing. He's like and uh, I I just deeply apologize to the – and Castellanos hits one to left center. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it was Castellanos, right? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, God. And Castellanos hits one out to left, and that's going to be a home run. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a mid-apology. Like, <laughs> hit it like 450. It's just like, and that'll be a home run. I don't know if I'll ever broadcast any more games. Yeah, dude, it's like, get over yourself. <laughs> uh yeah, it was Nick Cassianos during Thom Brenneman's apology. A drive into That's deep right. left field by Cassianos. <laughs> That's so right. <laughs> oh goodness. So good. Oh man. Um I think we can uh because Max he's he's been very good. He's been putting him in for us into the uh oh. into the tap. Good so for uh, him. We uh, need to get Max on the show when we I know. We we really do. I'm gonna see him this weekend actually. Well tell him to get on in here, baby. <laughs> um one of the many weddings of the year. Going to oh, going God. to going to Nolens. Okay. Oh baby. First time going to Bourbon Street as an adult. It's gonna be very fun. Oh, it's very cool. Yeah. I remember you right. and Vicky went, but let's uh let's scroll down. Let's let's oh, enjoy scrolling. let's enjoy oh, the previous God. picks. <laughs> The Clint one is just brutal. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I've been debating. Why does he got to grab his head like that? Dude? I know, dude. It's so aggressive. And then there's my my quote unquote ranch picture. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Philip, dude. Philip's is so good. <laughs> oh god. And then there's Isaac. Okay, so I'm on the the next one. Oh god, here we yeah, go. So he, he put in a talk bubble. He said he it was a late edition. Oh, here we go. I'm ready. Time. I'm ready when you are. All right. One, two, three, go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, that's too much. Dude. <laughs> I saw the. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't look at that. <laughs> Max. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I saw the dog in the background. I was like, no, there's no way he's. he's no. He's slandering Mav like this. Oh, it's not even Max. It's not. Oh God. Reagan's a girl, Max. Red Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> oh my Jesus God, Christ. that is brutal. Who's Who's the dude? I don't even know, but he's. It's like a very clear picture. Every Every other picture is very pixelated. How is this one so <laughs> detailed? <laughs> God damn it, Max. <laughs> Max. Oh no. my God. They always got. Oh, wow. They always have to have dicks in it. Last year he had one of Jeff that was just like him as an inmate, <laughs> and now it's just all dicks. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think this is the first one all year that does not feature uh, actors from blacks.com. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's going on here, Max? <laughs> it really is, though. Look at him. <laughs> no, no, the, the supernatural one. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But but that one was, like, specific, so I'm not going to count it. Nah. And, and they have a chest tattoo like the Supernatural one. <laughs> That's right. Like, like it was it was intimidating or impersonating Ooh. someone specific. Ooh. God damn it. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Oh, God. All right. Well, <laughs> I think that... I think we can end on that yeah yeah i think that's enough for me tonight man. yeah <laughs> all right well, <laughs> <laughs> oh good app uh good luck this week buddy thank you man honestly i hope i win and i hope your team does well but i hope i win yeah top two scores this week mm. Mm. Ooh. the drip the drip baby astros world series champs again what is that Suck it, baby. Number one. Ooh. Joe at J.O. You're a bitch.